black community has a Listen. tendency to put each other in a box. And if the second you step out of that box, or as Candace Owens says, escaping the Democratic plantation, it's a huge issue. Just as far as the music you're allowed to like, clothes you're supposed to Why wear, is it a huge issue? The, way the way that if you speak too eloquently, you're insulted in a lot of areas in the black community. I remember being a kid, I'm in this area full of agriculture, and I was bullied by my family because I was going to take an FFA class. They talked me out of doing it, but they're like, you're black, you can't be in an agriculture class, which is so wrong to begin with for so many reasons. Black people tend to put the shackles on our own feet. And I keep telling people within the community and outside the community that you have to stop allowing yourself to be forced into a category. You have to be able to look at the bigger picture of the world and just identify who you actually are rather than be told who you are because you're a skin color. Facts. Damn. Then I hit her up and I said, hey, are you free Friday? This bitch had the audacity to text me back. Depends. Ayo, vintage, vintage alpha male strategies, vintage classic shit, yo. Do I agree with most of what he says? No, but it's so entertaining that I had to use it. What we're doing. Who the fuck you think we talk? Who the, who the <laughs> fuck you think you talking to? Depends on what we're doing. What, I got to impress you with the date now for you to... <clears throat> I didn't even respond. What I told you guys, I never blocked chicks. She hit me about a week later. Tell me something, I need some attention. Fuck the shit out of her, bro. Ass over. And then the thing is, I knew I had all the power. Guess what I text her? I said, you can come over, but ain't no clothes allowed on in my house. And fuck the shit out of her. Depends on what we are doing. Now, see, you would have took the date. And then she's going to show up acting all masculine and stuff. It's good to see you. My honor. So, Tucker Carlson, I was sitting here two weeks ago interviewing you. He's gone. What do you make of that? Well, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Uh, he's a very good person and a very good man and very talented, as you know, and he had very high ratings. So, uh, we're just learning about it almost as we speak. And I just said, wow, that was something. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know if it was voluntary or was it, uh, uh, somebody fired. But I think Tucker's been uh, terrific. He's been, especially over the last year or so, he's been terrific to me. There's a lot of turmoil over there at Fox. I mean, 787 they just paid. Why would they get rid of a guy who's performing? Why would somebody do that to their business? I must self-destruct. A man can't speak that much truth. That's why they had to get rid of him. What do you think the challenge is that women are having, black women in particular, when it becomes to becoming a wife? Keeping it 100? Yes. Not enough eligible black males who fit the needs of black women. Mm. Now, another problem black women have, and I know I'm going to upset some of my sisters when I say this. Stop <laughs> hoeing around all through your 20s, all through your 30s. Hoeing. You give your 20s to the street Negroes. You give your 30s to the pretty boys. They use you up, dog you out. Now you're in your 40s and nobody's jumping to marry your ass. And so now you're saying it ain't no good black men. No, no, no. There's plenty of good black men. The problem is you gave your best years to men who didn't deserve it and now you see your biological clock is ticking and your beauty clock see you got a biological clock how long you can have those babies and you got a beauty clock how long you gonna be looking good go ahead i'm black 
Shout out to uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. I don't really support him, but everybody, when you really, and we got no introduction, by the way, no music. I still got a good thing. I got a good amount of shit I got to do at work. It's been a busy ass day. I didn't even take my first break. I usually take my break, my first break at five, but I had to work through it. I had to cut grass and then, and then I got done cutting grass and then it started raining. What the? But yeah, when, when you know what's right and what's wrong, you'll see, you'll see good out of people you wouldn't even expect. And then you'll see bad out of people you've been rooting for. But anyway, we got some bad hombres here and we're going to get them out. All right. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. All right. Slam that shell real quick. Slam that shell. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. It's wrong. All right. All right. Jersey Judah back with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule. Chapel, all right? I don't know where the law and order sound is at, so I don't know. Oh, here it is. I'm black. Here it is. All right. All right. Yeah, no introduction, no music introduction. I'm kind of in a rush, but I still had to record something. Uh, Like I said, when I got in early, I got in at, I got in early at 1.30, Boxes were already near the door, so I was like, oh, I guess I got to move those, got the hand truck, moved those, set everything up. Then I realized, oh, shit, I should probably cut grass today, so I went and cut, cut some grass. Then I still had my actual job that I had to do, right? And right now, I said, fuck it. It's already 7.07. I really want to be done with this by 8.15 because I really got, like, a few things that I still got to do at this job, but I decided to talk about something. A lot of people don't like it. You know what I mean? A lot of people hate Trump. I don't know. A lot of people hate Trump, but, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we're not going to talk about shit. I'm going to let Donald Trump talk his shit and respond to, uh, Joe Biden running for 2024. And did you guys know that Joe Biden doesn't want debates? So, so in in a sense that they're really rooting for this guy to get another four years. Can you believe that? Can you really believe that? At least Obama's black. I'm like, all right, man, he's black, so it's cool. This guy, what the? Another four years? Give me a fucking break. Donald Trump's going to be talking about that. We're also going to go over uh, some hammerhand Hammerhand reloaded, re-uploaded uh, content from Hammerhand. Um, what is that called? What is that called? Auto rotate 
is off for some reason. Uh, that's called walking, talking, red flags. So I guess walking, talking, red flags. Okay, so let me go over some red flags. So that's going to be good. 14 minutes total of content to go through, but I, I got a few things that I can talk about briefly, things that I had written down, just thoughts that I decided to put down. Um, the love from within cannot be duplicated, but your hate can. Your love from within, some people will call it self-love, whatever. Your love from within cannot be duplicated. Meaning, the love that you have for yourself, you cannot duplicate it for others. But the hate, the anger, the bullshit, the gossip, oh, that's duplicated worldwide. You ever notice that love is not duplicated as much as hate. Something to think about. Something to smoke on. But, uh, yeah, let's just jump into it. Trump reacting to uh, Biden's 2024 announcement. It's going to be hilarious because Trump is just off the hook, man. Trump is a problem, and he's a problem that I accept. Like, I, I want this nigga back in the office as soon as possible. And I'm black, you know what I mean? And I I mentioned this on Facebook to where the people that I dislike, the more that the people that I dislike, dislike Trump, the more I like Trump. You know what I'm saying? The more people that, that I dislike, that dislikes Trump, the more I like Trump. And I mentioned it before, like sometimes I have to sit back and go, what the... I really fuck with Donald Trump. You know what I mean? I look at Donald Trump as a cool nigga, dude. I really do. And rappers, apparently rappers beforehand felt the same way. I wonder what happened. Celebrities, Oprah, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, all these other people were pictured with Trump at one point. What happened? Oh, he ran for president. Oh, he's exposing Uh, Number one, he exposed the pedophiles, all the pedophiles that got locked up under Trump. Mind blowing. But y'all don't want to research that. That ain't on mainstream media. So y'all ain't paying attention. What a mess. Uh, (laughs) Without further ado, let's just jump into it. You know, Donald Trump. Hopefully he's just spazzing. Hopefully he's just yelling because that's when I like Trump the most. When he's yelling at reporters and just telling them to shut up, be quiet. I'm not finished yet. That's when that's when like a part of me, like my spirit stands up for Donald Trump. I may I may just keep my mouth shut and in my head I'm going, damn, this nigga's spitting facts. In my head I'm doing that. Because you can't act like that, especially if you were black. You know what I mean? They'll try to take a nigga out. Like, Yo, this nigga like Trump. Motherfucker's gonna call me a white supremacist. I've been called alt-right, white supremacist. Of course, the typical coon, Uncle Tom shit, but that's from blacks. I never had a white person call me a coon or an Uncle Tom, but I've had I had blacks call me that. Whites, sensitive, liberal whites like to call me um, alt-right 
and the black face of white supremacy. Similar to a Larry Elder. I think Larry Elder was talking about he was running for president. You know, God bless him, but he ain't making it. Now, Trump need to ho- holler at a nigga, get a, get a nigga with him. See, that's see, you got to play the same game. That's the problem with Republicans. They're not willing to play the same game. Get Ben Carson vice president. Get Alan West as vice president. We got a, a pretty good amount of blacks. You know what I mean? Like, get, get somebody who's going to enforce shit as vice president and, and make him black. That's the best chance he got. Because I don't know who he going to get, who he would run with. Mike Pence is a fucking traitor. But anyway, my bad. Let's get into it. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together, and they would not have done the damage <laughs> Joe Biden has done to our nation in just a few short years. Not. <laughs> oh, yes. Keep going. Been close. Please. Thanks to Joe Biden's socialist spending calamity, American (laughs) families are being decimated by the worst inflation in half a century. Banks are failing, our currency is crashing, and the dollar will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat in over 200 years. Damn. Real wages have been falling 24 months in a row. In other words, under Biden, workers have gotten a pay cut each and every month for two straight years. We have surrendered our energy independence, just like we surrendered in Afghanistan, which we had just a short time ago, and the price of gasoline just hit a five-month high, and it's going much higher than that. Under my leadership, we had the most secure border in U.S. history by far. Never had a border like this. Under Biden, the southern border has been abolished and millions of illegal aliens have been released into our communities. What's happening now is beyond belief. They're coming in from mental institutions and prisons are all being emptied. They're being dumped into the United States of America. Many of these people are very dangerous. They're being dumped. We're like a dumping ground. Our cities have been overrun with homelessness, drug addicts, and violent criminals who are being released from jail en masse with no retribution whatsoever, while law enforcement is weaponized against law-abiding conservatives or Republicans or people they just don't like. Our children are being indoctrinated and mutilated by left-wing freaks and zealots, The senior ranks of our military have gone completely woke, and our military is suffering greatly. Biden has totally humiliated our nation on the world stage, starting with the Afghanistan disaster, perhaps the most embarrassing event in the history of our country. It meant so much to our enemies when they watched that horrible retreat. Did y'all ever see (coughs) it was footage? I think Fox played it because, you know, how Fox, Fox get down. And by the way, you know, Tucker, they fired Tucker Carlson. I think just the hour, just the hour after um, Dom Lemon announced that he was he was no longer going to be with CNN. Tucker Carlson gets fired and everybody's celebrating Tucker Carlson getting fired and nobody's celebrating Don Lemon. Now, personally, I'm not going to necessarily pick one over the other, but 
just off of like poli- like political beliefs alone, I'm gonna side a little bit more with Tucker Carlson. All right, like he t- he tend to be more genuine about the shit he talks about. Right, other guys like Don Lennon, uh, Don Lemon, whatever his name is, CNN, the gay black guy, he black and he gay, he gay and black. Um, like I don't, I don't take those people serious. You see what I'm saying? I don't take those people serious, but other people do. You know, they're brainwashed by these people. Uh, Tucker Carlson getting fired. I mean, we gonna see. Russell Brand, y'all may know who Russell Brand is. He's a crazy white boy and shit. The tall, is he like New Zealand or Australian? One of them. He's an Aussie or a Kiwi. One of them. He white, but uh, he did the movies. He I forgot what movies he did. He did a bunch of weird movies. He's like this. Uh, he's like a sex addict, but then he he turned like conscious, and then now he's just talking about anything and everything. He was talking about uh, he was talking about just the excitement, and there is an excitement depending on how you look at it when it comes to uh, you know Dom Lemon getting fired and Tucker Carlson. I've gave my opinion in the last episode. If those two people were to come together and just have their own show, be quote unquote independent, but have you know Tucker be from the rights perspective. And have Don Lemon be on the left, it would it would make a lot of money. Good ratings. Don't forget I I mentioned it. If it happens, I'm a fucking fortune teller, right? And I want my check. But that would be good. Cause like I don't agree with anything really Don Lemon uh, talks about. I, it's always been victimhood and, and victim. And, and there was a there was old footage of uh, Don Lemon talking about blacks, and he was actually being you know spot on. You know, he was telling us, telling telling the blacks, "Hey, it's time to, you know, take responsibility and pull your pants up and all that type of shit," which which was cool. But now, if a white person were to say some shit like that, it's racist. That's how they was able to go after Bill O'Reilly. That's how they go after uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, I know these whites. That's how they go after him. And when I was and when I was young, dumb and full of anger, I said, man, what the fuck do these crackers know about uh, our struggle and our problems? That's how I was looking at it. But then as I got older, I'm like, these motherfuckers was right. Jesse Lee Peterson, same same example. He black. You know, he's he's where I get the whole he black and all that other shit from. But uh, he was saying the same shit. and He's black. What do what old old generation grew up family owned a plantation? I think the family worked at a plantation, and then the family ended up buying it and, and buying an anchor of land, so he had land and everything. And you know his talking point about how he grew up, and of course there was like segregation and bullshit like that. But that was government that pushed that. See, that's something that government can't can't shy over. These cocksuckers were the original, uh, quote unquote. They were the they were the creators of racism because they made these, you know, these. In which segregation, like I said, if anything, they should have kept segregation the way it was, and then the people, black, white, everybody would come together organically. If 
if they never stop, if segregation still remained from that time, it would have naturally, people would have naturally came together. People would naturally live around one another, know one another, not judge one another. But when you force this diversity, you force this equality, you still have closed-minded people who will not accept it regardless. And they're going to have to suffer because of it. Which I don't give a shit either way. Let's continue. Russia is teaming up with China. Jesus. Iran is days away from a nuclear bomb, not even thinkable. Ukraine has been devastated by an invasion that would never, ever have happened if I was president. And Joe Biden has led us to the very brink of World War III. Mm. They say Trump was right about everything. Well, I'm not predicting World War III, but I will say this. We're very close, and they're only talking about nuclear weapons. On yeah. top of it all, Biden is the most corrupt president in American history, and that's not even close. Nobody can believe what's going on with, again, no retribution whatsoever. With such a calamitous and failed presidency, it is almost inconceivable that Biden would even think of running for re-election. You know what happened in the last election? They cheated yeah. and they rigged the election. Facts. Fuck that. Murder. Yeah, I voted for this nigga last time, man. Last election, I was like, man. Because it was just something about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first... I went along with what everybody else was saying. He's a racist. He's this and that. But I didn't. I didn't voice that opinion out there. I would. I didn't. But I also wasn't a fuck Donald Trump type of person either. I just didn't care about the 2016 election because I didn't. I looked at Trump at that time. Oh, this 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 celebrity. This is just a publicity stunt. But then when it came down to him and Hillary, deep down inside, I sure as fuck didn't want Hillary to win. I don't want her to win. And that didn't happen. Thank God. And uh, like I said, 2018, that's when I started. Like I mentioned before, I had a friend showed me. Uh, he told he sent me a clip of uh, the fucking I think it was a clip of the debate. Between, you know, Hillary, I think it was one of those. I forgot when he was talking about this bitch. Um. Uh, Acid washing, um, you know, acid washing emails and all that crazy shit. You know, this bitch got a fucking list, a list you wouldn't believe, right? Evil, wicked, evil, racist, true to the core racism. Um, you know, one in the same with Margaret Sanger, and you got to really do your research because she was really, they they really, um, they really did their work on the blacks. They really did at the time with Planned Parenthood. And then you had pictures. I think there was a picture of, not a picture, but there was something about uh, her getting a, given an award to Mount, uh, or Martin Luther King or some shit like that. But then Martin Luther King was seen with the um, LBJ shaking hands, smiling. You know, I can't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't. That's why I don't believe in leaders today. I don't believe in role models. Role models is like another form of idolatry. It's like idol worship. 
And when you and when you worship someone or or if you have a quote unquote role model, the moment that they disappoint you, you'll no longer see them as role models because it's all ego. Your emotion is based on another man's ego that you give him and you look up to him. <clears throat> I don't look up to Trump. I just think Trump's a solid nigga when it comes to uh, running shit. I'm looking at this from a business perspective. I'm saying to myself, regardless of how I personally feel about him, and honestly, how I personally feel about him, he all right to me. He's the underdog. He is the representation of the underdog. And a lot of people will say, well, how can you say that? He has millions of dollars. That don't mean nothing. He's in the political world now. This ain't entertainment. This ain't Hollywood. I mean, it may be like Hollywood. It may be like entertainment. It may be a fucking clown show. But you got a different group of people. And those people are clicked up. Democrat, Republican, they're all clicked up. So when you got a complete outsider coming in, oh, no. Uh Uh-uh. You know, his strategy of running as a Republican, that's gold, yo. Because, I mean, if he would have ran as a Democrat, it's not to say that he wouldn't be popular. It's just he has the attitude to where even liberals, they just can't stand him. Like even even the ones who know that he was the better president outside of emotion, if you take away like emotion and how you feel about him and what he's actually doing, show and prove night and fucking day. I don't want to hear it. But I promise you this, when I stand on that debate stage and compare our records, it will be radical Democrats worst nightmare because there's never been a record as bad as they have. And our country has never been through so much. There has never been a greater contrast between two successive administrations in all of American history, ours being greatness and theirs being failure. With your support in the election, we will defeat Joe Biden in 2024. We will rescue our economy. We will crush inflation. We will stop the invasion on our southern border. We will restore our nation's dignity and we will prevent World War III from happening. Together, we will all make America great again. You know what I mean? Trump talking that shit as he should. All of his, all of his speeches, guys... Some of y'all know I'm a fan of wrestling, or I used to be a fan of professional wrestling growing up. <clears throat> like it's it's wrestling promos, man. Like he has that promo that nobody else really has. He has that promo. He's talking smack. He's talking facts. And yeah, it's 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 terrible, man. I went from my li- from my lifetime. I went from having a president that I would consider now my favorite president. Trump is my favorite president. <clears throat> while living, meaning, you know, while alive, you know, Trump is my favorite president. I went from having a president who I consider my favorite to now having a president who I consider the worst. The absolute worst. Worse than a George W. Bush. 
George W. Bush is a Republican, for those who don't know. But he's one of them, you know, iffy guys. Him and his father. He did. Anyway, <clears throat> we're going to go on to Hammerhand, reload it. He's going to be talking about walking, talking, red flags. Red flags, right? We're just sh- shy of 30 minutes, so I might be able to do this just in time so I can actually finish it up. Only bad news is I probably won't, or by the time you guys are listening to this already, it don't make a difference. It'll probably be, what, Thursday? Because today is Wednesday. I forgot to mention. For me right now, today is Wednesday. But yeah, I remember it was a couple of situations. I talked about these situations before, and this is how I just learned to just not care. When When I really started like listening to Trump and shit, and I'm saying to myself, damn, like, this nigga's kind of right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I wouldn't be able to deny it. Like, I don't have derangement to that extent. Like, if he's saying facts, he's saying facts. Just like what I mentioned earlier, I'm not a fan of Dr. Umar Johnson, but what he said in the beginning is facts. Women, modern women, waste their 20s and 30s, hone it up, and then look for a life partner at 40-something. I don't got to agree with somebody 100%. But I remember uh, a couple of situations that really, because like I said, 2018, like I said, I was uh, I was watching like like the, the, the actual debates from one clip my friend had shared to me. So I'm like, damn, this nigga's really roasting Hillary. Like, let me check out this debate. From the, from the first fucking debate, I was instantly hooked. I was like, yo, y'all, nobody can tell me nothing different. This nigga spitting facts. Unemployment rate, it's just, it is what it is. Like, you can't, like, the, come on, man. The lowest unemployment rate for black, Hispanic, Asian, but this, this is, like I said before, this is a this is a businessman. Why not have a businessman run the country, nigga? Like what the like think about it. Why not have a business a businessman run the country? Middle East peace treaty, right? Because it's all about business, all about making money. But people chose globalism over nationalism. So if <clears throat> so if you're white and you say I want to take care of this country before any other country, or I want to take care of my people in this country before anybody else or anyone else outside of the country, that's considered racism. And like I said, the argument and the point that I always make when it comes to nationalism, it's about the country, the people within the country. It doesn't have to be specifically based on race. The people lied to you. And they made you believe that a black nationalist is naturally a racist or a white nationalist is naturally a racist. And it's not the case. People who are in military will know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you got redneck 
gun-toting motherfuckers who love the country and love the people of the country, regardless of color, because it's the whole united we stand thing. Or and you got niggas gun-toting, gun-toting army, military trained Negroes that feel the same exact way for their people when it comes to race and when it comes to their people in the nation. But people are too fucking stupid. So there was two situations that I had to really check people because it just really bothered me. It bothered my spirit. Now looking back at it, the job that I was in from 2018 to 2020 Everything was going on at that time being, well, during this time, it was 2020. So, you know, what was going on the cough. So the mask and everything was going on. And then we had a break room, a little custodial break room in which the coffee machine, there was always when like the first two hours of even working, I'm probably off of like five cups of coffee. I was drinking coffee like it was nothing back then. But <clears throat> we were just sitting because at that time there was no school, there was no students. So we would just show up and just sit around, get paid for it. So I'm sitting in the office and the older, there's an older uh, coworker, right? He was cool as shit. But at the same time, he was like, he, he was a fence sitter, right? Because I would tell him why, in a lot of ways, that I fuck with Trump. And he would actually look and go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? And I'm saying to myself, yeah, I got to him. You know what I mean? Then we'll get back. But when the women are around, they're all emotional. Black women, they're all emotional. They're blaming Trump. Trump is responsible for this. Trump is responsible for that. So on and so forth. And I remember being in there in the office one time, and they were talking about, the whole, you know, situation going on, the riots and how Trump is responsible for all this. But at the same time, they're blaming Trump for not doing nothing about it. You know, not stopping it, because if he brings down the National Guards, it's going to be looked at as, you know, some racist shit like, oh, they're trying to shut shit down. It's going to it's like the 60s all over again. Like they're going to try to do some shit like that. And one of the uh, I forgot, I think she was like the ROTC. um like the ROTC uh, trainer, she was this military, this militant black woman. She was small, but you can tell she was tough, right? And so she looked at me and she was like, well, they were talking about the whole, you know, situation with COVID and all that. And then they were talking about, um, you know, the riots and everything going on, this and that. And they asked, they had nerve. She had, lady had nerve to ask me, you know, what do I think about, you know, the whole situation going on? And I told her, I don't think about the situation going on. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, it, it, it's not affecting me. But it could, but, but it isn't. You know, I was going back and forth with her. And I'm like, I don't go along with the identity politics. Like, I, I'm, I consider myself conservative. And I told her, I, and, and I don't mind going back and forth with y'all because I go back and forth with family about this shit all the time. It don't mean nothing to me. But it's logic over emotion at the end of the day. You can sit back and complain all, all all fucking day if you want. Ain't gonna make you ain't gonna make your situation better. You're gonna have to eventually do something, make something of yourself instead of just sitting back and playing a fucking victim. That's how you gotta talk to niggas, man. I'm a nigga, so I, I I have to talk to niggas like this. Are they not gonna listen? Are they not? 
they're not going to listen if I talk straight up and all intellectual, which I can. I just choose not to. There's a time, place, and everything. But I'm telling these people, and it's 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 the prince. It's the principal that was there. She black, but she was all right though. She was kind of she was kind of fine. I ain't gonna lie. And uh, a couple of other people, because the other two other coworkers, they're women. And when I'm saying all this, the dude who I was just talking to, he's just looking at me crazy because he, he probably saying to himself like, yo, like this guy got some balls. Like, no, I just I just say what the fuck is on my mind. If people ask me my opinion on something, I'm going to tell them my exact opinion. You ain't going to I don't give a fuck how y'all niggas feel about Trump. I can care less. Y'all niggas let y'all niggas let this motherfucker in office and he been saying racist shit from the get go about Indians. He was talking about going into uh, every time he goes into when he goes into a fucking 7-Eleven, he needs to talk to people with an Indian accent, all that type of racist shit. But y'all voted for him because y'all ill informed. Ain't my fucking problem. You know, God bless me with the ability to, to finally understand this shit. And not just on no physical shit, but on a spiritual. This is a this is a good versus evil tactic. I hate to bother people. I hate to piss people off. But Trump, for the most part, he represents good. What has Biden represented for the past four fucking years? Besides, um, you know, including, you know, the transgender community and everything, because, you know, it's all pandering. At least they've given up a little bit on the blacks. They just deal with the gays, the lesbians, and transsexuals now. They try to pander to them now, which I support that. Cool. I don't give a shit. Leave me alone. Motherfucker, ask me. I'll say it straight up. Oh, I'm a conservative. You know. I would like to put myself in a radical category because it sounds good. It sounds cool. Especially as a black. Because I, I, when, it, when it comes to like legitimately thinking for yourself... You know, I think I do a good job at that. You know, it may come it may come at a cost of losing friends and shit like that. But, you know, if you're losing friends over what you believe and what you personally uh, how you are, you didn't have friends to begin with. I don't use the I don't use the word friends lately. But in this era of social social media. Any person can have a thousand quote unquote friends, but can't even rely on four of them. What the horrendous. But that was the one situation going back to, you know, me just just letting it out because I was just tired of hearing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, rioting's going on and it's all Trump's fault. And, you know, in, in one area, they were just running. There was a clothing store. Motherfuckers was just running in and out with bags. All blacks. Couple, couple Hispanics, but mostly blacks. And it's like, when when are you going to sit back and realize, damn, we did this? It's not, it's not the white man that put a fucking gun to our head and, and, and told us to go out there and loot and burn shit down. Come on, man. But a lot of y'all don't think for yourselves, so you just go along to get along. You know, you don't want to be the person who who stands up against all of the fuckery and bullshit, regardless of color. You point out what's right and what's wrong, regardless of how a motherfucker's gonna feel about it. Because you're the one that's that's speaking the truth. These other people are living the lies. 
that's deep. But it's it's this it's the same shit like the clip in the beginning where the dude was talking about he wanted to uh, go to school for uh, agriculture. And how, you know, the black people in his community would make fun of him saying, oh, that's white people shit. You got to you got to leave those people alone. They're lost. They got caught up in the color. They got caught up in the culture. They want to be accepted by everybody. And in order to do that, some of them become criminals. You got to leave that shit alone. Love them from a distance, but do your own thing. Think for yourself. Those, those are the same people, the people like if you want to do something that's unorthodox, right? It's it. Those are the same people that will celebrate your downfall. Oh, that's for white people. Don't do that. I was growing up skateboarding. Oh, that's white boy shit. Like, oh, Tony Hawk, black Tony Hawk, all that goofy cornball shit. It's all corn. And it's all by cornballs. Motherfuckers ain't even doing nothing with their lives. Worrying about the next man's activity and what the next man's doing. Sickening. Like a woman. Just always in a motherfucker's business like a woman. Oh, where he working at now? Oh, how much he making now? Like a woman. Embarrassing. Despicable. Think for yourselves. But after I said what I said in that little conversation that I had with these with these coworkers... They looked at me entirely different because, like I said, I don't I don't really talk. I talk when spoken to, but I'm not just talking to talk. I'll talk to make a point or I'll just keep my mouth shut and observe. You understand? So after I said that, they was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't no stereotypical Negro. I'm an educated Negro, but I'm a self-educated Negro. I'm not an intellectual Negro, meaning I didn't go to law school or I didn't go to a college or, you know, I didn't have no one sit down and teach me this shit. I had I had the passion and I had the motivation to educate myself. Right. That's why if you think about it, a lot of these schools are fucking useless. They're just there to take your money. But that's a different. Different subject for a different episode. Let's get into uh, Hammerhand, switching it up to the raw, the real, the red pill from a MGTOW perspective, a MGTOW monk perspective. Uh, Hammerhand talking about the walking, talking red flags. For all you men out there that are still messing with the idea of messing with females, trying to get involved with them trying to get in between their legs and trying to satisfy that biological imperative of yours. It's yours, by the way. There are some things that you should know. There are, in my opinion, only. Now, you can agree or you can disagree. You can find some kind of common ground. But in my opinion, there are things that disqualify any woman from jumping into my circle. You're watching Hammerhand, the MGTOW monk. If I were on the dating market, if I were dating still, 
I would tell you that some of those things would be if your girl has an OnlyFans. If she starts talking about being on social media. Now, I'm not talking about maybe being on Instagram or maybe being on Facebook or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves now. No, I mean, as a professional, a professional, another 304 slut, sort of like a back page professional, another 304 slut. Sort of like a personals in the newspaper professional because that another 304 slut. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. What they are. Let's let's be honest about that for just a moment. These people, they're degenerates and they want respect. <laughs> the degenerate, the filth, always wants the respect of the righteous. The righteous man does not give respect, does not give a pass, does not include these individuals in in his good company. He does not do that. The chief reason among those that I could list, the only one that I'm going to tell you about right now, is you are a reflection of the company you keep. If you decide that you are going to lay up with loose bitches, with women that have no morals or ethics, no values, no principles, That is a reflection of you because you're willing to accept it. You're willing to tolerate it. And God help you if you decide that you're going to become involved with one of them and they betray you. Because what else were they ever going to do except betray you? Damn. So that's one thing. Cook! You're on Instagram. Cook! uh, And, you know. Being hoes. Incessantly on Instagram. If they cop to having an OnlyFans a smut if they start poking around well, well what'd you think Slip. darling about a girl you know that that does you know only fans or, or does another 304 slut that's what i would think I, I would say that immediately i wouldn't even waste time because look I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all right like the the idea of a woman really going outside of her nature is something that I'm against. A woman revealing herself to everybody is just against her nature. It's against her nature. Especially a woman who gives herself up to everybody. It's against her nature. That comes with consequences. That's not how God intended you to fucking be. A fucking hoe, a whore. And and these guys, you know, whoremongerers. You got sluts and slut makers. Shout out to JLP. The guys who brag about smutting a woman out. The guys who brag about running trains on bitches. God didn't intend you to do that. You fucking piece of shit. (laughs) Fucking piece of shit, man. Pieces of shit. And like you said, it's degenerates. That's all it is. It's degenerates. There's a degenerate, like there's a degenerate in everybody, especially in me. You know, who I was before was who I was before. And a a deep part of me knows that that's still a part of who I am. It's just going through those situations and learning from it and being more introspective and knowing that I've made this mistake before and I'm not making it again. Now, that's how I view 
dating, relationships in general, personally. Other guys, they put pussy on a pedestal. And they're all simps, bums, betas. Hold up. There's a white man. Bye. White liberal. Beta. Bye. Beta. Bye. All right, let's keep going. Sex worker. There's no such thing as a sex worker. She's a slut. Folks, don't be fooled. Harlot. By the new speak that's out there. There's no such thing as a sex worker. What a slut. There is such a thing as a whore. There you go. There is such a thing as a slut. There you go. There is such a thing as a loose bitch and a loose man. Oh. Oh. That does not play by the rules. Oh. Oh. Tango down. (laughs) Oh. There are rules to be observed. And the chief rule is do unto others. You know the rest. Don't talk shit to people unless you expect it to be talked to you unless you're prepared to take it. Don't slap people in the mouth unless you're prepared to get slapped back. Don't put your hands on somebody unless, of course, they're going to put hands on you. You know how it goes. And for the love of all that is holy, don't befriend a whore. Damn. If you get with somebody and you find somebody that you think is nice and they're playing all coy and shit and they start coming at you talking about... What do you think about OnlyFans? What do you think about Instagram? Uh, What do you think about influencers? If they call themselves an influencer, you have a problem. Pretty much. You have a problem because they are going to become a problem. The best thing that you could do is to cut them loose. You don't have to be an asshole about it. You could be, maybe teach him a lesson, but (laughs) like I said, if I were still on the dating market and trying to, Uh, what a savage treat him, you know, yeah, you know, teach him a lesson, something like that. I mean, I agree. I don't disagree with him, but damn. (laughs) And that subject came up. I would tell him very politely, look, I appreciate you, but that's not what I'm about. You're headed down a different path than I am. Bye-bye. I'm looking for a decent woman. I'm looking for somebody that's respectable. Uh I'm looking for somebody that doesn't live their life on social media Uh and the validation of complete and total strangers. Yikes. That's what I'm looking for. Other red flags, tattoos. Now, I'm not talking about a little under-the-wrist tattoo. I'm not talking... come on. Not the tattoos. The tattoos are okay. I'm I'm not to the extreme... And then I realized is all the people who say this shit, it'll be guys who are like completely anked up. I never understood it, but I do understand the femininity aspect that people feel. Guys feel that like that is a sign of like sort of, you know, the lack of femininity of a woman. I, I kind of get that. But, you know, it almost for me, it kind of depends on the tattoo. I'm more of that person. I'm that type of person. So what tattoos you got? So I got I got a couple tattoos. So I ain't going to be like, you know, a Nazi when it comes to a bitch with tattoos. Now, she got neck tattoos, you know, she got her whole back tatted up. I'm like, all right, that might be a little different. You know, you might be disqualified. Uh, the occasional small tactful tramp stamp. Tramp I'm talking stamp. about full sleeves. I'm oh. talking about the backs of their hands being decorated. In Those two. Yeah, yeah, India. yeah, yeah. Like hand tats and shit. Like, nah, I'm good. 
<laughs> I don't want that. You know, I seen the chicks like because I used to like uh, Suicide Girls. You ever heard of the Suicide Girls? A bunch of white goth looking alternative bitches. They look all right. I'm black, but um, <clears throat> you know that look. They would have a. They'd have the skeleton hands tattoo, which she'll have like the skeleton, you know, thing. Which back then was hot, you know, for me. I was like, oh, that's, you know. Now looking back at it, I don't know. That's street meat. That's certified street meat. You know, God gave me this insight. God gave me this, right? So now I know, like, all right, this bitch got, she got, like, you know, like, Jesus Jesus tattooed on her back. Like, all right, you know, that's that's interesting, I guess, you know, intriguing. But if she got like a fucking like um, some type of Baphomet type of shit, I got a Grim Reaper tattoo. But it's the Sons of Anarchy uh, logo because I'm a fan of the show and I'm fascinated with the uh, Angel of Death. Fascinated. I like the Grim Reaper. I like it. I like the image. I like the whole I like it. I don't know why I just do. Now, a lot of people say that's satanic. It's the Angel of Death. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. But I don't know, man. Tattoos, tattoos are like for me, because like I said, the people who say they don't want women with tattoos and they don't have tattoos, that's that makes perfect sense. But if you already have a tattoo, now I understand the sleeve shit is not is not cute to me for in a woman. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't even want a sleeve. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want just a bunch of retarded, like, symbols and shit with no meaning. Like, tattoos I have, there's a symbol and there's a story behind each one. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it's kind of like, um, it's, a, it's like a memento looking at a certain tattoo and thinking about at that, ter- at that certain time period, what I was doing, what I was going through. Like, there's a literal story behind my tattoos. And I, I know other people who are like, artistic like that not autistic maybe some of them autistic as well but um you know they have that certain fascination with tattoos it's not just about getting the tattoo it's about the story behind it and actually having a meaning to it and looking back at it five years 10 years 20 years later and going wow i don't regret having it but these women they'll get their sleeves tattooed butterflies roses it's a mess artwork. I'm talking about cartoon characters all over their titties and right <laughs> near, near their pussy holes. This is most certainly a woman that has been rode hard and put away wet. And she'll lie to you, of course. Oh my God. And I'm not talking about the outlier. I'm not talking about the one broad out of one million that never did that, but has full sleeves of tattoos. I'm not talking about her. So if she happens to be listening to this and she's offended, get the fuck off the channel. Yikes. And stop stop being offended. Go home. Go do something. Yikes. With your full, full sleeves of tattoos. Get, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't think that... That's how you gotta be, man. That's how you have to be. Stop listening to... Pe- if, if something really offends you, then don't listen. If I say something that's even a remotely offensive to people... I won't be mad if y'all don't listen, but I'm going to speak what's on my mind regardless and everything ain't for everybody. 
You see what I mean? There, there, there could be a few women out there, which there are, you know, demographic wise who listen, who I would assume comes to an understanding and realize what I'm saying. It, it may be harsh because like bitches that fuck up, I don't have mercy on them. I think there are women who are who are uh, who kind of are dealt a bad hand due to fellow women that go around and, and be whores and shit like that. And then she may hang out with a couple of those friends and she may be judged by those, you know, guilty by association. Understandable. I don't have a problem with those women It's the women who pedestalize prostitution, who pedestalize, um, you know, panhandling for bucks in exchange for pussy and makes it normal. I have a problem with that. And if you talk up about if you if you talk out about it, it, it comes with the consequences, just like race-related issues. It comes with the consequences of people taking it the wrong way, whatever, whatever. But whatever, it, it has to be said. It is what it is. Facts over feelings. You know what I mean? Tattoos, by and large, are necessarily a sign of anything. But I think when they're all over your body, whether you're a man or a woman, unless there's one hell of a good reason for it or the reasoning behind it, such as religiously motivated, mobster motivated, Jesus Christ, um, then I think that you have personality problems. A couple of tattoos are fine. Once you start going ape shit, once you start covering your body, that's it. That has to be a red flag. It has to be a disqualifier. Of course, if she drinks like a fish, yeah. you don't even have to ask twice. Yeah, that will it. eventually be visited on you. Even if you're That's why meeting women at the bar has always been stupid to me. Or if women show interest to me at bars, I don't even pay them attention. Because for one, the setting is just off. You're at a bar, she may be too drunk. Or she may just be regular. You don't know. You may be drunk. You may not be. Like, no. Nope. Nope. And then the women who are really saucy, who try to fuck with you, don't even think about it, guys. Think with the big head. Too many consequences and repercussions around that. And you don't know her intentions. Some of these women carry wicked spirits, man. Wicked spirits. A slam dunk alcoholic. Slam dunk alcoholic. You still don't want to have to deal with somebody else that is a slam dunk enabler alcoholic. If they're doing drugs, mm-hmm. you don't want nothing to do with it. Even if you're a drug dealer. Oh, especially. You see what I'm saying? Because it, especially if you're if you're a drug dealer. I don't I don't of course I don't condone this, wink wink. I don't condone this whatsoever, wink wink. You gotta do what you gotta do, wink wink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But like, if you're listening, guys, I, and I know people like this, it's stupid people, man. I know one guy. I can talk about him because he white, so he ain't. he white. Uh, he was like, he was this big. He was this guy who was known for like pills and shit, selling pills and all that. Like he was the talk of the town, right? And he was dealing with a chick, 
that was obviously a fucking pill head, right? She was a pill head. She was using them for what he had. There were stories of how, like, he would pass out and, like, she would go through the stash, take this, take that, et cetera, et cetera, right? And, uh, something had happened, I think, some type of situation had happened where he was able to get a settlement. You know, he was able to get a settlement and shit for the accident that he had. And, of course... You know, the dealer goes to buy more drugs. The girlfriend goes with him. You know, um, something had happened where either she went through the money or she set him up or some bullshit, something like that. But she ended up getting most of the money. The guy was just fucking miserable, suicidal at the end. And it's like, as a as a guy who's in the streets, right? Who's doing it, you know, his way, I should say, right? You become a drug dealer. The number one people that are going to fuck with you are the women, especially if you're selling some, like, pills, you know, these bitches. You know what I mean? Popping zannies like fucking Tic Tacs. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the? You know, if you're a guy that's selling drugs, right, you're making money, Right? The first thing you're going to expect to be around you, the first people you're going to expect to be around you are women. And them women are willing to give up pussy to get what they want. Now, some guys, they take advantage of it. Like, okay, they're going to capitalize off of that. Right? And then next thing you know, she's around every day. Next thing you know, you're giving her more of your product and you're feeding her. What the? Despicable be eaten off of your plate. Think, men. Think. If she's absolutely willing to fuck you the night that she meets you, you're not the first one. You're not the first one that she's done that to or done that with. So you got to take it upon yourself to use some judgment. Don't fuck somebody that's willing to fuck you the first night. All right, if she's tonguing you down and checking your tonsils for hemorrhages, uh, you're going to need to find somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If she's bringing friends to lunch dates and dinner oh, dates, hell no. they're just using you oh, for food. Hell no. You see? Bye. This is a white man. Bye. Beta. Bye. Beta. <laughs> oh, hell no. You ever seen the video? With uh, it was some dude. He black. Bitch brought, bitch brought her friends with her. It was supposed to be like it was something like her birthday or some shit. Brought her friends and all their friends and her are mad because he ain't paying for everything. He ain't willing to pay for everything. And I lie to you now. It was like, <coughs> I think it was like five. It was five people including her. So four of her friends, women, and. The woman's mad that the guy ain't paying for her four friends. You. Wow. One of them might be fucking you. She might offer the other one to you. Don't involve yourself in any of this. Polly. Morals, ethics, values, and principles. If you don't have them, you have nothing. Except a headache. Waiting for you at the end of whatever ride she decides to leave you holding the bag on. 
and I promise you, I guarantee it, she will leave you holding the bag. All men to bitches like this have an expiration date. Don't make the mistake of thinking that you found a unicorn, that you found the good Christian, that this Catholic girl is the one that you've been looking for all your life, because guess what? They're not looking for you. You are just part of the menu. Yikes. Get used to that, because that is how it is. Oh, and gentlemen, just a couple more things. No marriage, no cohabitation, and do not impregnate them at all, ever. Don't get married. Don't get um, <clears throat> entangled with any of them unless you plan entangled. to do life. Yikes. Because you'll be doing it by yourself and lonely, you see. It's very easy to be lonely when somebody is stealing everything from you with the machinery of the state. Don't be a fool and don't be your own worst enemy. That was Hammerham, the MGTOWN Monk. Excellent video by an excellent content creator. Like I said, him, Undead Chronic, and it was a there was a cup Sandman. Um I can't think of more, but there was definitely a few more. Those were like the first content creators that I listened to when I uh, got into like this whole Manosphere, Red Pill, and with with Hammerhand, it's more MGTOW, but she was like the top. Hem, Howard Dare, that was another one. Howard Dare, Sandman, like those guys, The like that's like, in my opinion, the MGTOW heavy hitters, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, all these guys, like I said, a lot of people can point out a couple of flaws. Like, in the beginning, I would say to myself, it's very difficult for a guy who already who already has kids to tell another man not to have kids. You know, there's men that want to have kids. There's men that want to have families. But a lot of those men became too dependent on it, and they became too emotional about it. So now they become women. A man with emotion, like a man with that type of emotion is a woman. Now, he's not a woman biologically, but in spirit, he's a woman. Because like I said, he's I've always said this. He's the one that's looking for the soulmate. He's the one that's looking for the better half. The better half is from within. The soul is from within. You can't display your soul. It's impossible. Your soul is from within. Your soul doesn't even belong to you. Ain't that amazing? People talk about, oh, he sold his soul. They did this. They did that. Like, yeah, there's contracts and all that. But there's no such thing as selling your soul. You can't sell something in which doesn't belong to you. I got to get deep on niggas. You can't sell something that doesn't belong to you. Now, you can do some horrendous shit that can probably... uh, Leave you to the lake of fire, as they would say. Sure. 
Absolutely. There may be something that's like a point of no return, something like that. Like a, a, a just terrible mortal sin, but you don't you don't have control over your soul. And some people barely have control over their spirit. They don't even have control over their emotions. So how can you consider them to be spiritual people? They're too busy living within the flesh instead of living from within. And by living from within is thinking for yourself. Right? And thinking for yourself is standing out instead of fitting in. But a lot of people, they're spiritually weak. A lot of men especially. What the... All these men, they're not saying nothing. Especially the blacks. They just want to fit in with whatever the fuck's going on. I refuse, dude. I really do. <clears throat> That's why, like I said, I'm the I'm like the I'm pretty much the radical right now. This time going forward, I'm just radical. Because I'm not uh walking away or uh cooning or going against my race. I'm proud to be black. I'm proud of this big fro that I have. I love it. My skin, I love it, right? But I don't got to think like the next man that, that has that same approach. I have my own opinions. People can agree with it. People can disagree with it. Do I lose any sleep over it? No. You know what I mean? Um, the problem, like I said, with a lot of us today, especially the blacks, is we don't think for ourselves. We let other people think for us. And by doing that, we lose ourselves. To know thyself is a new God. So if you don't know yourself and you're trying to find yourself in a woman or find yourself in a circle of friends, you're going to be lost. Because anything can happen in that relationship, anything can happen with that circle of friends. Y'all may not talk. Y'all may not hang out anymore. You may not be with the woman that you want. You may not sleep with her. She may want to be with somebody else and your spirit's going to be broken. Right. Because you haven't, you haven't learned to be comfortable in your own company. So you emotionally, socially reach out to others and you'll constantly be used. You'll constantly be taken advantage of because people don't, a lot of people today are fucked up. They'll look at your kindness as a weakness and they'll take advantage of that. Then if you hawk up on them and tell them that, you know, you're not a person that's going to be walked on, they're going to feel different. You're not going to hear from them again because they saw you as the easiest target. They saw you as someone that they can easily use and manipulate. And then once you know yourself, you'll know others. You'll see yourself. You'll see the wickedness in you and other people. See how deep that is? Isn't that amazing? What the? But in all seriousness, the thing the thing that a lot of people would criticize Hammerhand about, like I said previously, is the fact that he has kids already, et cetera, et cetera, which to me doesn't mean nothing because he's obviously speaking from a – it makes it more solid and it makes it more concrete in my opinion. Because he's actually been through it. He's went through that situation. And he want to make sure other people don't go through the same. So I get it. It makes sense to me. But a lot of people 
who, especially men, because I think women, it's hard because I don't know. I don't, I can't say that I'm not even going to pass judgment this way, but I'm just going to say it just to say it. I don't think women are really spiritual like that. Meaning like when women get spiritual, it's kind of like them, quote unquote, finding themselves, but they don't really find themselves. They actually get lost in others. They don't find a problem within. They have a source on the outside to go through, or they can blame it on somebody on the outside. They had nothing to do with it. They don't take the problem from within and deal with that. Which leads me to believe, like I said, a lot of women just aren't spiritual. They get that spirituality, you know, they get that love of God from the love of man, right? But it's it's difficult to break it down because like you can easily mention, you know, Adam and Eve, but people aren't Bible thumpers. I'm not a Bible thumper, but I know a little bit about the book. You know what I mean? I know a little bit. You know what I mean? Not too much. Our temples, our churches are ourselves, it's our bodies. We have to take care of our temple. We have to take care of our bodies. And by taking care of our temple, our bodies, we will take care of the spirit, you know, the mind, body, and spirit aspect. You know what I'm saying? Or like the mind, body, and spirit, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Mind, body, and spirit, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Ain't that amazing? Just think about it like that. I don't care about church. I really don't. I don't care about that whole structure. I don't care about it. Religion, in a sense, is a part of our division as, as human beings, and it's not the real relationship and the connection to God or the Father. See that? But people will still have their, their tribes. People will still have their clans. And yet all these people outside of their tribes, clans, and churches, they don't have a personal relationship with God. They just listen to what the pastors say, right? Despicable. Anyway, that's all I got to say. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, thought-provoking episode. We have a little Trump, a little raw, real red pill, MGTOW perspective. Crimson Capsule chapel i'm gonna have the audience clap and then i'm wrapping this up peace